Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. Welcome on the Culture News. My name is David Cerebro, and I have the pleasure today on iHeartRadio to welcome a wonderful, wonderful artist. He's an internationally acclaimed vocalist, actor, songwriter, and producer. He's known for his extreme range. He's absolutely wonderful. His name is Terry Barber. Terry Barber. And we're saying that he's the Sam Smith, Samit Pavarotti. We can wait to hear that. He has released this new single of his, When the World Falls Apart. What a beautiful title. When the World Falls Apart. But you know what? His voice will bring the world together. That is for sure. This new single is now being released digitally worldwide. And guess what? We are going to play it exclusively on iHeartRadio because this is what I bring to you guys. Absolutely wonderful artist with exclusivity. Yes. Right now, over the phone is the very talented Mr. Terry Barber. Terry, how are you today? I'm well. Thank you, David. It's been a trying several months for the world. And, um, you know, normally during this season, I'm wrapping up uh, a tour season by late spring. But instead, um, I had about 20 of my international tour dates uh, quote-unquote rescheduled, and many of them we don't know when they're rescheduled to. So, you know, it was on my big list for my life to write more songs, and so I decided to focus on that uh, during this time when I'm not on the road. Um, and, yeah, this is the first song that I've written um, during this crisis, and it was really a reaction first to, of course, the COVID-19 and coronavirus, but if people see the video, um, you can also see that um, I have tried to incorporate also the Black Lives Matter movement as that was unfolding as I was writing the song, and I kind of had one of those situations where you take one step forward and two steps back to say, wait a minute, there is more than one crisis going on, and I, would, I don't want to ignore people's pain and what they're going through. Well, that, you're absolutely right, and I totally agree with uh, all the things you you have said, yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> we should be performing, uh, you know, all of us and, and being rehearsals and do stuff like that. But unfortunately, we still, we're still, um, uh, you know, uh, quarantining, uh, I would say. But, uh, you know, it doesn't look good because, you know, some states reopen and then they close again. And then the all the ICU at the, the hospitals in the state where they reopen are not beyond the capacities. It, it, it's scary for the rest. You know, I think the New York, uh, especially, uh, will not reopen uh, uh, that fast. And for the shows, it looks like we're going to have to wait a little bit unless maybe there is some, you know, opportunity to do uh, open air stuff. So maybe it's okay. I, mean, I don't know. We, we have to find, I hope, uh, somehow a way. But in the meantime, there is your new single, uh, When the World Falls Apart. First of all, you are a counter-tenor, right? Yes, and I've been interviewed on, you know, newspapers, radio, television, but almost never by a singer. And so I, I had a moment to um, review your incredible resume, and um, it's quite a gift uh. to be interviewed by someone who's a singer and even knows what a counter-tenor is, although I probably tell your audience. Uh, you're sweetheart. You're sweetheart, Terry. I really appreciate it. But- that, that that's very very sweet of you. No, you. What I really appreciate in you is is of course besides your 
you know, your wonderful personality, besides the the, the, the hard, uh, uh, the fact that you're a very hard worker, uh, is really the the range of your, um, I would say, the repertoire that you are uh, performing, because you're going from this beautiful rendition of music of the night to, uh, you know, I would say more uh, pop music to uh, more classical. So you're going with, uh, you know, pop arrangements to classical arrangements. We see you performing with uh, some quartet, some full orchestra, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, on top of that, it feels like you really want to bring your voice, uh, and that's, you know, a great way to say it, your voice to other voices. Like, we, you want to help, like, whoever um, wants your help or needs your help. You're all around. So for all of that, you know, really congratulations. Do you think it's part of your signature, really, that what makes you so unique? Not that you plan for it, not that you prepare that in advance, you know. It's just who you are and it just happened to be that way, that you love so much to perform different repertoire and hence this is why you love so many people and people love you back from every single community. You're very kind. So I started out with classical training and really was very focused on the opera world and um, early music, as many countertenors are, and um, went to England to do my master's because I felt that I could get closer to the history and at the British Music Library, even got some of the original scores of Handel and Purcell in my hands. Um, And so I was very focused on classical, and then I um, moved back to the States to join Chanticleer, which is a uh, vocal ensemble that has a couple of Grammys, and we were on world tour. Um, but I left them to pursue my solo career and was at the Metropolitan Opera, New York City Opera, and, um, Plato Festival, and wherever I could get uh, early music work with period orchestras. And then I started thinking, really, I want to make music for everybody, not just people who like early music or opera. Um, and I do love that kind of uh, art, and I believe that classical training is the best kind of training you can get, and it's allowed me to do a new age project with the London Philharmonic called Adiemus Vocalis, uh, which is the fifth album in the series. Um, music for clubs, like dance music, all kinds of different things. And a couple of my tours that I've produced are musical theater. Um, so I really, I mean, I love, I love different kinds of music and I know the world does. And I like to use my voice in whatever kind of ranges and colors and styles that, uh, that I can. Um, and then part of my personal mission you touched, touched on is really that I want to be mindful of how I can use my talent to help others. Um, and so I've founded a nonprofit called Artists for a Cause that facilitates that work. And I've mentored a lot of young artists and try to help them think about, you know, everyone wants to do something and artists have their talent as a tool. And so uh, we've tried to leverage that when possible. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, one question that um, something I hear all the time, uh, and I would I would love to hear it from uh, your your own mouth is uh, the counter tenor voice. Is it, uh, of course, you know, a baritone is born a, a baritone that he can push to be maybe a bass baritone, you know, but maybe if he's lucky with the high notes, he can be a dramatic tenor, maybe, you know. Uh, some tenors, they can push a little bit the lower register and be a baritone. So how does it work for counter tenor? Like, are you born a counter tenor? Like, you open your mouth and people say, oh, yeah, you're a counter tenor? Or you have to use your, your, your larynx, your falsetto, your chest voice, etc. 
uh, a different way where you become a countertenor or naturally on your first voice lesson, people say, hey, you are a countertenor. You have a very sophisticated understanding, which um, usually um, because I'm not dealing with singers, I have to try to explain to people uh, you know, who, who don't know that much about singing, they don't maybe even understand, they've heard of bar baritone tenor maybe. Um, countertenors are the men who sing comfortably in mostly in their upper voice and mix down into the chest voice the same way that uh, female singers do classically. So, um, you know, an opera singer who's a woman uh, would speak to you mostly usually in her chest voice or the lower voice, but then when she sings, she would uh, use her upper voice. And all men have some facility in their upper voice, but countertenors tend to have more facility in their upper voice and their technique is easier up there than it is uh, rooted in their chest voice. It actually took me several more years to figure out how to use my chest voice in a way that I was happy with and healthy. Um, and my upper voice, um, I had started out as a boy soprano, and when my voice changed, I got more low notes, but I still felt it was very easy for me to sing in my upper voice. Um, and so it's just a different technique. When I'm singing tenor, I might be pulling, um, putting, using a more uh, chest dominant sound still. Uh, so you can do both. Uh, I'm sorry, Terry, for interrupting you, but so yeah, you, you can do, you can do both. You mean when you can sing like, like this, more like a counter tenor, but you can sing so la 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 la. You can sing. Yeah, so I, I, I'd be very interested, Dave, David, uh, for you. When you listen to uh, When the World Falls Apart, which, of course, is available everywhere, streaming digital worldwide on Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, it's been charting uh, number nine on iTunes in Canada, number 36 in the USA, and also in the wow. UK. Um, and I'm really happy with the song. It's got a five out of five star rating from the U UK songwriting competition so far, and it's advanced to the semifinal round, so I've got my fingers crossed about that. Um, but... When, when you, with your sophisticated ears and understanding of singing, listen to the song, what you'll hear is that it starts off with uh, kind of a um, Sam Smithy kind of um, countertenor use of the upper voice. Um, my my voice sounds even a little more classical than his at times, which is why I think the description of, of stylistically between Sam Smith and more of a classical lower singer. But then as you get to toward the end of the song or into the kind of climax, you'll hear that I'm using a little more weight. And so I'm, I'm making a sound on like a high C with some of my chest voice. Um, so. Yeah, I see. I see. Well, that's very, very interesting. Uh, I know, um, what's his name? Um, uh, Philippe Jarouski, you know, a great counter tenor. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he always says he hates when people say, oh, this is the voice of an angel, you know. Uh, he's yeah. saying a lot that, Counter tenor is also very masculine. Uh, he, it's not the voice of a of a girl, you know. It's also, also very masculine, and it, it has a lot of uh, testosterone in it. And uh, you're a wonderful example of that. Uh, would you would you would you agree with that, or would you say uh, uh, it's uh, it, it's another voice? So I mean, I love. Philip Zeruski's voice. To me, his voice has the timbre of a soprano and the range of a mezzo. Um, and so, but like, I just find his voice, one of the things that I've noticed when people like the countertenor sound, there's something useful about the voice itself, um, which uh, is, has a fresh quality to it. And so you get a lot of um, younger singers, um, you know, when I was at the New York City Opera or even at the Met, um, 
it was, I was younger than many of the other artists that were starting out in similar positions, you know, covering a lead role or whatever it was. Um, and I think countertenors, um, there's something about that young sound. Now, I'm a middle-aged man, um, and most, a lot of people on the phone, you can hear my speaking voice right now, a lot of people say, can you put your parent on the phone or something? <laughs> and, I, and I laugh, um, but... <laughs> <laughs> because, but I do sound a lot younger than I am. I am I'm a middle aged man, you know. Um, I'm older than you are, David. I checked your your Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm 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 a I'm a very old thirty nine year old. No, but you know what? For for Baritone, um, thirty nine is like you the beginning. You know, it's yeah. so cool about it. You know, uh, back in the days, I I had I mean I had to. It was not it was not forced or or um, it was not a pain, but. I, I I was singing a lot of musicals because uh, to play all the big guys, the Nabucco, et cetera, people told me, uh, look, you want to do that at the uh, 25, 26-year-old? Are you out of your mind, you know? So now I, I understand why they say that because when you arrive at uh, my age, of course, if you have done all the work before, uh, you will really, really be able to uh, deliver something uh, uh, more or less okay. Um But for countertenor, when is there an ex, uh, an expiration date for that voice? Um, I, that's, there, I, that's a great uh, question. Uh -huh. Yeah, I think uh, you've really touched on something, and that is um, like with the baritone voice or perhaps um, some of the more dramatic, darker, bigger, heavier voices, um, they tend to mature later, and they're they're still advancing. They're still getting better. They're still getting um, whatever it is, richer, stronger, Um, have better facility um, as they get in, well into their 30s, even late 30s for those like voices like yours. Um, and then countertenors tend to start a little early. You'll see um, people really getting noticed in their 20s um, and even maybe mid or early 20s uh, that as long as they have the musical techniques um, and, their, and their vocal techniques, of course, um, as long as they're ready, you know, in all other ways, their voices seem to be doing very well um, at that age. So, um, you know, uh, it is what it is. We all, yeah. we all do. But I think uh, other people don't realize that the, the voice is really actually should be improving into your 30s, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, especially for, for, for guys. But, um, um, yeah, so, so that, that's really... Uh, Um, that's really, really beautiful. And again, I invite everybody to go on the website. We haven't spoken about the website, terrybarber.com. People always ask me to spell stuff. So T-E-R-R-Y, barber, B-A-R-B-E-R, terrybarber.com. And I really invite uh, everybody to, to, to check you out. And uh, I have a lot of friends who own venues and theaters and stuff. Let me tell you, to invite Terry Barber for a concert would be an amazing thing for uh, your your audience because this is a show, this is a concert for everybody. You know, he sings in, in 10 different languages. He's going to sing for you from Besame Mucho, La Bion Rose, uh, Bridge Over Troubled Water. I love that song. Danny Boy, etc., etc. But also, uh, he's going to sing for you some Il Ritorno Dulisa in Patria. I love this piece. Long time I haven't heard it. Uh, he was also on the International Spoleto Festival. That is, you, you did amazing stuff. Carnegie Hall, all these, 
all this, all this great stuff. So what do you want to do when you grow up? Because <laughs> you have <laughs> done right. so many good things. And you went hey, also, uh, uh, and you work under the baton of many uh, conductors, Armiliato, uh, to my dear friend Fabio, uh, a lot of uh, people are there. And um, you were also in a, a production with uh, Plat Domingo, the one and only, the wonderful Placido, say hello to him. Good, good friend, his, uh, his son also, Placido Domingo Jr. So, uh, please go buy his album. He has released some amazing, amazing uh, work. Uh, there is Around the World in 80 Minutes, Christmas Present, the music and Andrew Lloyd Webber. Please check it out. Uh, but he has also great pieces like uh, Classical for Everyone, A Sacred Journey, The Sound, uh, Sabbath Matter uh, by Pergoresi, uh, Dido and Aena, uh, a lot of uh, great, great music. He's what we will call, uh, I think if you open the dictionary and we see versatile, you will find Terry Barber, you know. <laughs> you open the dictionary, what's the definition of versatile? They say check out terrybarber.com. I think this is um, a really a great thing. So before we start to play, this is a great, great track. I'm sorry, we went on because let me tell you, when when we have um, uh, such a great artist such as uh, Terry Barber, let me tell you, we don't look at the clock. Uh, we never do. Uh, but uh, right now, Terry Barber, before we start to play his great track, When the World Falls Apart, uh, Terry, what are your next projects before we say goodbye to each other? Sure, yeah. So I've got uh, a, another song that's a follow-up to this one. Um, it's kind of a play on words. In the chorus, it says, uh, remember when you get down, this world turns around. And it's um, it's more of an upbeat, uplifting song. Um, and I am going back on tour. Uh, you know, we'll test the waters in the fall and then um in 2021 is when i think things will really uh start to get more toward normal whatever the new normal is um my freddie mercury program um is probably going to see some outdoor performances between now and then as you mentioned um and yeah if people like this track then they might want to check out the reimagined mercury album which was my most recent album oh yeah. um, and it's all covers of freddie mercury so but it's it such a pleasure amazing. to be talking with you. It's a yeah, gift, as I said, just speaking with such a great singer. Freddie Mercury would have been an amazing counter-tenor. Correct. Yeah, I think so, because, too. In fact, he, when he sang the Barcelona duet that he did with Montserrat Caballé, um, he sent her a demo where he's singing his own, her parts in counter-tenor voice. Wow. Wow, yes, I didn't know that. You know, but that's beautiful. He would have been amazing, and he would have loved your voice. He would have been very, very proud. Uh, not that I don't know his name, of course, but he would have been very proud of uh, the beautiful tribute. And he loved, this is one thing I know for sure, he loved uh, uh, classical music, you know. Um, uh, he did. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, he no, went he, to Covent Garden to hear Pavarotti. Oh, yeah, yeah. The technique was absolutely uh, wonderful. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is David Cerrero. I had the pleasure to have today over the phone the very talented international countertenor, Terry Barber. Terry Barber. Check out his website. Purchase his album, 
terrybarber.com. My dear Terry, this is your radio show. Please keep us updated with all the great things we're doing. You always have the door open to uh, play your beautiful music and all the great things that you're doing around. So right now, the song that you've been waiting for, not to hear me, don't worry, is this great new track, When the World Falls Apart by our dear friend, Terry Barber. More music to follow up on iHeartRadio. Stay tuned. Thank you. 